If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you can learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches. And I'm super excited today to have the amazing Jamie Waldvogel with us. She is so many things, but she's first and foremost a mom and a very cool mom and a wife. She's also the CEO of Behavior Best LLC. Her team of board certified behavior analysts offer parents like me, parents... (laughs) parent events, webinars, and in-home consultations to teach parents of typically developing children ages 0 to 12 to sleep, eat, play, and behave their best. And I love what she says, don't wait for your child's behavior to get bad enough. And it's so true. I've been on a couple of her webinars, and I've learned so much from Jamie, and her tip sheets are fantastic. At the very end, she's going to tell you more about how to get some free stuff from her and how to get on her list, because I know there's a lot of parents who are listening. So Jamie, I just want to welcome you to the Double Your Sales Now show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, we have so much to get into today, and I have a lot of questions about how you doubled your sales, what it took, and I have to tell you, we're getting so many emails and reviews online now, and just people who are writing to us saying, thank you, I was about to give up on my business, or thank you, I was having one of the worst sales days of my life, or thank you, I've been wanting to get to the next level, but I didn't know how. And they're listening to our amazing guests like you who are sharing these tips and helping people get unstuck. So we're going to do a lot of that today. And then at the very end, Jamie's going to share two to three of her own tips with you from her business, from her world, in terms of some things you can do with your kids if you have kids or maybe nieces and nephews if you want them to behave their best. So Jamie, I want to dive in. And one of the things I love about you is... You're so honest about your journey, and you're on the Quantum Sales Summit stage this year, just really sharing what it was like, and you're always very honest about, you know, even when you get to a certain level, there's always a next level. But I want you to think back. When you first launched your business, what limiting beliefs did you have about sales or selling? Go way back. Yeah, it's interesting because I think if I'm honest, right, I don't know that I knew I had any limiting beliefs. And that probably was my blessing at the time just to go for it, like sort of blind that I I had a dream and I was just going to go for it. But it wasn't really until I met you and that was 
five years into my business that I realized I had any limiting beliefs. Isn't that interesting? It's like, we don't know what we don't know, but I hear that from a lot of my guests that if we would have known what it was going to take to grow our business or what our limiting beliefs really were, or that having a business would be the biggest personal development course of our lives, we might not have done it. So it's a good thing we didn't know what we didn't know. So thinking back, do you remember, like, was there a moment that you celebrated or something that happened where you doubled your sales in one month for the first time? What was that like for you? Was there a moment? Because for a lot of people, there's usually that, that defining moment of, wow, I did it. Yeah. So I guess I didn't quite finish answering the first question that then about a year ago is when I had met you and was prepping to go to sales camp and reading your first books is when I realized there was this thing called a limiting belief. So at the beginning, it was the typical ones. I think that most entrepreneurs or consumers even have about sales. And it was really that, you know, I didn't want to be pushy and that people don't want to be bothered and people don't have money and, you know, things like that. So the scarcity and all of that. And at sales camp is really where they were revealed and healed, I guess, if you will. And then I began the the next program, the synchronized program in July. So sales camp was in late June. And in July, didn't necessarily double my sales that first month because I specifically had a lot of groundwork to lay in terms of growing my team and laying that foundation at being having been in business for five years already. And so then it was August my second month of sales camp, but was really amazing. Of course, I remember that month. I just had the a month that was, you know, competing, competing with that month, this month, which was great. But I do remember it because I never once got picked up the phone to make a call that month because of all the work I had done in July, the month before. And I think the way you describe it is once you're all in to these big, big numbers, these big quantum goals that you never, ever thought were really possible this quickly, the opportunities started showing up very, very quickly. And lots of opportunities started flowing my way such that August, I didn't have to go find much, you know, that, you know, usually there's half of business finding me and half of me having to make the sales now. But that month, it was really clearly that all the sales came to me. So that's really interesting. We got to go there for a second because I remember the first time I heard someone say that, like, oh, when you take a quantum leap, like all the opportunities are going to show up or Bob Proctor, who said it's easier to make $50,000 in a month than it is in a year. And that like way back when that used to make me really mad because I'm like, what does that even mean? (laughs) I, I had no idea how to even wrap my head around that. And so, Jamie, if you could give the listeners like an idea of that experience, what it felt like, like when you say the opportunity just started showing up, of course, you'd been in business a long time, or at least five years. And so you'd established a groundwork. It wasn't like a magical thing, right? So you, you had existing clients, you had programs you could sell, like there were a lot of foundational pieces in place. So I just want to make sure people, you know, you understand that part. Not that you can't go from zero to 100 really fast, because some people have done it. So you had that foundation, you made the decision, so you set the stretch goal, and then like what happened? Like did the opportunities, like were you sitting on your couch watching TV and people were calling you? (laughs) Give us a picture of what it was like. Yeah, it was, you know, people and organizations that I had been building relationships with that, you know, had started returning calls and, you know, opportunities that maybe were so far reached that I hadn't been doing as much follow-up or things that were maybe a little scary for me, those people started to show up in my world. And just, you know, bigger contracts, people hearing about me from places I hadn't heard you know, of them. So I, so referral sources I'm unevenaware aware of, which is pretty amazing. If you ask me, it's like the best kind of compliment, right? So those types of opportunities and 
I still was working my butt off that month because in building the foundation in July, part of that was bringing on new team members. So I was, you know, really spending a lot of time growing my team. And I think that was part of the blessing is I didn't really have the time to be calling to making the sales, but it had come through that month anyway, such that then the following month and in September, I really started to focus on sitting down and making the calls. It's so interesting. And so what you're saying is that a part of you was no longer afraid to make certain calls or to follow up with people. But then it sounds like there was a little magic, so to speak, or a little unexpected goodness that was just showing up out of nowhere or new referral sources. What was that like? I mean, you know, was it like a phone call would come out of nowhere? Like someone heard you heard about you from someone else? Like, what was that? I mean, how would you describe that for someone who's who wants that, but has no idea how to receive that yet? Yeah. I mean, I think receive is a big word that, you know, a lot of my limiting beliefs and and sort of things that I worked through at sales camp and then continuing on through the synchronized program had to do, you know, with money. And I think that I don't think that they're completely gone yet in, in terms of just the they continue to be a different level of those limiting beliefs. So it's like old beliefs about money are gone. But then as I reach new levels of success and bigger numbers, new limiting beliefs sort of reveal them. And so one of them was at some point in the synchronized program that I just had to know that I needed to receive money, you know, that money is an important part of being able to, um, you know, serve others and kind of just letting that go that, you know, receiving a lot of money to pay other people and run my business was something that was needed, not scary or bad or greedy or all those words that we kind of think about when, when the numbers get bigger. So, yeah, I mean, I think I remember in that, you know, in those months having to be very aware, though, and send gratitude, you know, whether it's, you know, thanking God and saying a little prayer, whatever it is that you do or believe. But I think you have to acknowledge in that moment that it is happening, because if you just keep allowing these things, if you just have a big month and you don't realize like, wow, that was a quantum leap I took you know, you don't learn from it as much as you could, if I guess, if that makes sense. So I think the awareness is huge. You have to be aware of those opportunities because they could come and you could pass them by as well if you're not aware. Let me unpack that a little bit because this is big stuff that you're talking about. And I want to make sure people hear this. And I know some of you are going to listen to this again and again, just to hear some of the things that Jamie's sharing, because Jamie's talking about like real world, what happened for her and how she made her way, you know, through it. And so So Jamie, what's interesting is, and I know, you know, I know about your business and what's amazing is you've gotten to a next level, whatever that is, right? Like you are at a different level and you've never gone back to your original level. And I'll tell you, I mean, and I've interviewed some people who bounced up and then bounced back again because of their limiting beliefs, but you've been able to maintain a new, we'll call it quantum level, like your, your next level. So because I'm wondering, how do you manage your thoughts on a day-to-day basis to maintain this new level, quote unquote, that you're at? Oh, boyfriend, it is an ongoing, (laughs) (laughs) it is the new latest level of professional development. And I'll tell you one thing that I do is I have an amazing support system around me, including you and your team. And so, you know, continuing to lean on the expertise of others and the support of others that know and can hold the belief space for you each time you hit a belief that maybe is something you need to work through. And so I think the team around me is amazing. That being said, the team around me is amazing. And so those women that I employ are everything to me and running my business 
and growing my business. And you're going to get me all kind of teary eyed here, but there is no other option but making sure that these families are served and that those that are serving them have their their paychecks, you know? And so I think it gets into, I call it big girl problems when you have other people's salaries and livelihoods on your plate, that there is no looking back. Like you said, there is no other option. And if you don't call that getting all in, I don't know what it is, but you have to be all in. So I think it's like looking to see what is it if you're not all in. And I think since you've met me, Ursula, there's, you see it all over every day and everything I do, I'm all in with Behavior Best. There is no other turning back. This will be the legacy that I leave this earth with. And so support is the team around me in terms of those I employ as well. But I also think other entrepreneurs who are in the same place that I'm at because, or maybe not the same place, but that understand my journey and where I'm at and can appreciate it and empathize in a different way than maybe friends who don't get it or family members that I would lean on for other types of support in my life. And then I guess I would just have to, you know, come right back to God. And it is honestly a daily a daily struggle. You know, I think if we all went and went through the process, uh, entrepreneurs, we maybe could get diagnosed with some sort of anxiety disorder because there's a fine line, you know, between healthy worry that gets you into action and, you know, unhealthy worry. And so I think I've learned in the last six months or so, unhealthy worry can't, you know, function in the same place as faith. And my faith is strong and growing every day. And in terms of my faith in God and that this is what I was meant to do. I mean, I, I honestly believe from every cell in my little body that I was brought to this earth to get this information out to parents and teachers and help them understand behavior at such an early age. And so I think all of those reasons are what continue to drive me to take the next, next quantum leap. Cause there's going to be more. I mean, it's not going to be you know, just this next one. And here we sit pretty, right? But it's the constant all day, every day thoughts. And so every time those thoughts come by, because it's constant, I mean, I, I literally can't say it strong enough. I don't have the words to say it severe enough that it's constant. And to be honest, it's a healthy worry, though. It keeps driving my priorities and my intentional schedule and making sure that I'm not engaging in activities that aren't going to serve our overall purpose. And so every single day, all day long, when those thoughts are creeping in, I'm getting really a lot better at, you know, shifting them into action and leaning on God and my faith that those thoughts and actions are there for a purpose as well and for me to learn from them. And that's what I'm doing. So there is no other option but to keep working through them, right? <laughs> well, and you brought up so many, so many great pieces there. And I just want to hit on a couple of them. But number one, like talking about being all in, like, there's a difference. There's a difference. And I think, you know, and I'm sure you find this with parents who you're coaching and you're consulting with. And I find this with, with clients, you know, on good days and bad days when they're all in. And I can say this for sure about you, like you've been all in since the beginning. And that's one of the reasons you moved so fast. And, you know, for those who are listening, when you hear Jamie talk about like, this is, this is her life. This is her why. This is her legacy. This is how she gives back to the world. Like you can't get any more in than that. And it's one of the reasons that you're so successful and will continue to be. The other thing you said is you talked about team and support. You talked about, you know, external support from people outside your company that you really trust. And you talked about having the right team and you have been, I mean, part of it is, you know, your background, your training, but I just feel like you have been so committed to building the right staff, the right team that I don't know that everyone is that conscious of it, but I just want to say to you, Jamie, and reflect that back to you, like you are so conscious of who comes on your team, how you train them, if they're the right fit, and if they're not the right fit, what's the next step, and that that's okay, and that's just going to serve you so well as you go forward. But I have to say, you know, then we go back to, okay, but those are also examples of the opportunities that had shown up 
at my doorstep exactly when they needed to, you know. So my recent hire coming on in, in a week or so, I'm so excited for her, is somebody who has been following me for five years that we've stayed in touch. And when the time was right, she was going to come work for me. And I wasn't ready for her before working with you guys because my foundations weren't as strong. I had, you know, baby steps in place, but really to have you know, a new employee like this come on who I have minimal experience with. All of my other employees, I have a lot of experience and history and supervision with them already. So it's interesting because that has been one of the biggest examples is when I've needed the team, they continue to show up when I need them. And maybe I could have used them a month or two before they showed up, but I maybe didn't know that until it was (laughs) until they actually showed up. So, but that's been a clear example of where, you know, when you're all in, because I kind of keep saying things even that I guess would be limiting beliefs. Like there's not enough behavior analysts in the Twin Cities, you know, but we have seven now and going on eight next month and nine the next month. And I never thought I would have a team of nine by now. So it's amazing. It is amazing. It is so amazing. I've had goosebumps the whole time I've been chatting with you this morning, just because it's, it's so incredible. It's so incredible what you've done in a year. I mean, yes, as coaches, we get to witness and we ask the questions, but our clients are the ones that have to go out and do it. And you've gone out, like you take every idea and you multiply it by 10 and run with it. You're like, okay, I got it. I'm going to do this. Okay, I got it. I'm going to go do this. And it's just, wow, just takes my breath away to see what you're up to. So one of the things I want you to share, because I know people are curious about this, like you've had explosive growth and you've like, you're, you're all in, you're committed, you're doing whatever it takes. But Jamie, would you be willing to share your top two strategies that you you use to really double your sales that first time and continue to grow? Oh, it's tough to pick two, right? I think it is certainly the intentional schedule. And I've said this at live events too, and other places where we've been together, but it's, I thought I was good at scheduling an organization and, you know, intentionally scheduling my time and blocking out my time. But the things that were in those blocks of time still weren't the activities that were going to immediately get me to the sales. And so, for example, I thought that I just needed to schedule a couple blocks of time twice, you know, twice a week to make sales calls when really then those times would get away on me because a client thing would come up or, you know, a new business opportunity that I had to attend to. And so what I learned was that it needs to be in my calendar every single day day, you know, and it will get done then more than the two days a week, which is pretty amazing. So I think the intentional schedule is everything. And it's something that pretty much on a daily basis, I'm looking at the next day to see if I'm really being as efficient as I could be with that time. And then that being said, you know, being able to leverage time as I've grown um, because of, you know, having such a great intentional schedule. And then the other one, I think is the second tip is you have to have some kind of support because there will be more opportunities than not where, you know, the doubt, the, was I really meant to do this? Do I really have it? Is this really, you know, all those doubts and questions that will creep in and they may creep in at the beginning and then they, you know, you have some great level of success and then the next level they creep in. And so I think you have to be prepared for those and make sure that you're, you know, supported to get through them. I think, what do you call it, Ursula, the quitting partner or quitting accountability (laughs) partner? Quitting coach. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, there's days where surely I'm like, maybe I was just meant to be a really darn good behavior analyst versus have this big, you know, legacy and company at multi cities, you know, but then there's days it's like no one else could do it but me. (laughs) Let's just say it. (laughs) Right. Yes. 
Absolutely. Like this is your mission. It drives you. I mean, I, I picture you as quote unquote, just a behavioral analyst, right? But I picture you in an office by yourself, really sad. And then when you talk about your business, it's like your energy just explodes out of you because you, you're on a mission, a really big mission. A big one. Okay. So you talked about scheduling and support again, like for those of you who are listening, it's funny you'd mentioned scheduling because whenever people come to sales camp, if I see them a couple months later and if they're not in one of our regular coaching programs, I'll say, so how are you doing? How are things going? And they'll say, things were great the first month. And then they kind of, things aren't so great right now. And my first question is, are you using your intentional schedule? And nine times out of 10, their answer is no, I stopped using it. And so creating a habit of when you're making follow-up calls and the sales calls and getting it on the calendar makes a huge difference. And I think every single one of our guests so far has talked about that. And the second piece you addressed again is support. And for those of you who are listening, like just find those people who are around you. And if you don't have anyone yet, please listen to our podcast every week. We are your tribe. We can be your community. We're on Facebook. You know, these, all of these amazing guests are out there and there's lots of ways to connect with them to stay in the energy of this, you know, of, of continuing to move forward. So Amazing. Jamie, I want to thank you for just, you know, being you, being so honest and sharing at such a deep level. I know this, like people are going to listen to this interview multiple times because you've shared so much and you've made just really honest about how you did it and what it took and that it, you have to manage those thoughts on an ongoing basis. And I think that's, that's really powerful. And so in your own world, Jamie, you are, you have a team of board certified behavior analysts and you and your team help parents like me of typically developing children who don't always seem so typical (laughs) to sleep, eat, play, and behave their best. So here's what I'm wondering for the parents who are listening or for to parents to be, or for, I was for a long time was an auntie to a lot of, and I still am to a lot of nieces and nephews at one time, they were a lot younger. And so I could use a lot of these ideas, but what are two to three strategies from your own expertise for parents who might be struggling with toddlers or young children that, that they could take away that would really help them today? Every single parent that has, you know, been through our program or been on a webinar, really the feedback they tell us is they talk too much in trying to teach behavior. That the big light bulb is that children don't learn behavior by what we say. They learn how to talk and say new things by listening to us talk. And so, you know, I kind of challenge parents and say, I'm pretty certain that your child did not learn this behavior because you told them to do it. Like, please yell at me and throw a tantrum when I tell you no today. Right. So that's that's not how they learn these behaviors. So why would we think by telling them, you know, hitting is not okay? It's not appropriate to do this at our house. You know, why would we think that just having a rule and and giving an instruction would be enough to teach our child? So we have a technique. We say, pretend you are a light switch. And it really packages a whole lot of brain development and the understanding of what maintains behavioral development in early childhood. But the biggest part of what it does to respect the child's switch in their brain that was to protect them when they get upset and experience stress is really a lot less talking and just shifting into nonverbal support. And so that is really the biggest thing that parents take away from is that you're talking in all the wrong times and it's not serving you as the parent. And so talking to teach behavior, not effective, more doing is what we teach parents. And so the second one is everybody wants to know more about how to teach kids to listen the first time. And and really the, I have a whole workshop about it. It's our most popular one, but really the biggest lesson is that we're often asking them, you know, are you asking your child, should we put your shoes on now? Would you like to come to dinner now? You know, if you're asking the question and it's a yes, no question, I'm pretty certain your toddler and preschooler or even school ager is going to say no. And so let's, you know, 
instead use two key phrases. I teach parents and teachers to keep it to two because then you don't have to think so much. You can be more consistent. When you're consistent, the child is going to be more likely to know what you expect. And so the two that I use are, it's time for, it's time for dinner, you know, it's time to put your shoes on, right? And the way you say it is much more firm and matter of fact then. And the other one that I use is, I need you to, I need you to put your shoes on. It's very firm. It's very, you know, specific. It tells them exactly what I expect. And so if you're asking a question, you're probably communicating something very confusing to your child when they tell you no and they wonder why you're upset because they're not doing what you, you know, asked them to do. So tell them, first of all, but then be ready to follow through if they say no. Don't take their words to change your behavior, right? Just follow through. Right. If you need help and if they tantrum because you're following through, let us know. We'd be happy to help. Well, I want you to tell everyone about that in a second. I want to thank you. And I, would, I just want to give you huge kudos because we have been clients. We've watched the online videos and they were life-saving and have really helped us with Luca just through his first couple of years because we didn't know what we were doing right or what we were doing wrong. And you are doing a tremendous service to the world. So Jamie, really quickly, where can people learn more about you? What's something free that they can receive? Can they get on your list for those parents who might be struggling a little bit out there or who aren't struggling yet, but might be at some point? And then second, what do you have coming up that you'd like to share? with them or how might they learn about your next webinar? Yeah. So on our website, behaveyourbest.com, you can subscribe to our email list and we send you out a free tip sheet that describes this light switch technique that I just referred to. And then we also host a free webinar for parents on the first Wednesday of every month, 8.30 to 9 p.m. And um, that's with our consultant, Shanna, who is just a blessing to me and my company. And then on the fourth Wednesday of every month, which is tonight on the 22nd here, which you're not going to all hear this until later, but the fourth Wednesday of every month here, we have a $10 webinar that's an hour and a half long, 8 to 9.30 p.m. The topic varies each month. You can see the topics on our website and the recording is available of those afterwards for 30 days as well. Phenomenal. And all right, so behaviorbest.com and Jamie, they can connect with you on Facebook. Where else? I'm on LinkedIn, but I'm not great at being on LinkedIn. You know, like I said, on our website, my email is jamie, J-A-M-I-E at behaviorbest.com. That's a great place to reach me. Beautiful. Well, please, please get those tip sheets, get connected with Jamie. She will change your world because when you have happy kids and you know how to support them, that is a happy life. So Jamie, thanks again for being here today. Thank you for sharing you and for serving our community in such an amazing way. Thank you for having me. And I want to thank everyone for listening. We love you guys. We love getting your emails. I'd love to hear feedback. You can email me at Ursula at salescoachnow.com. That's U-R-S-U-L-A at salescoachnow.com. You can find me on Facebook. Also go to our website, salescoachnow.com, and you can get our free video series, Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. And you can also check out when our next sales camp is coming up, and we'd love to serve you in any way that we can. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.